HBO Go. God dang it. Yeah, I can't okay. see you. <laughs> there we go. All right, I want to roll the theme and then we'll start the show. Let's do it. Cool. Welcome to the worst movie ever made. I'm your host, Chris Hockman, joined by my co-host and fellow mad scientist, Rob Scucci. This is an experimental podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. We're also joined by Jay at Dusty underscore Penguin underscore 112 on Instagram. Hey, guys, how are you and why are we doing this? Let's let our guests take the reins on this. I am doing well, thank you. And why am I here? Well... I think we're discussing a certain Marvel character in a tight red leather getup. And no, not not to my daredevil. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. She's not in that getup often enough, in my opinion. I have something on that later. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. All right. Well, we're going to push the pace today because guest uh, episodes run long and uh, we want to be here for your commute and uh, not too much further. You don't have to do the dishes and listen to us, you know, so we're going to keep it tight cool. um, by jumping into bad reviews. What do you guys say? Let's do it. OK. Charles Taylor of Salon says what's missing a part, of course, from a plot is any character development. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. I, 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 there was nothing at stake at all. I um I chose these I have three and I chose these three because I feel like each of them is equally valid and on a different um sort of tangent about this movie so it it'll, it'll give you a good feel Maitland McDonough of TV Guide magazine says pinup appeal alone does not a compelling movie make no I like that angle too so Wesley Morris who I'm um falling in love with every time I read his like little snip reviews yeah they make me laugh uh, he's from the Boston Globe he says. As she sashays mirthlessly from one thankless confrontation to the next, it's unclear why anyone would find Garner any more deserving of stardom than certain mannequins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the classic uh, no one wants to be there syndrome. That yeah. We, we often see in bad movies. It's true. Jay, you got any uh, comments on those or uh, you want to just hear some YouTube comments? Um. Yeah, they're all true. <laughs> they're all, yeah, it, yeah. It, was a, it was a struggle. It really, it really is. I feel like the first fucking 40 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. are like in a tray. You really got to you got yeah. off or something. I watched it last yeah. night. I don't remember the ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get there. Uh, do you have any YouTube comments for the time being? Yeah, I got three of them. Um, so this one, the first one is, it's amazing how Lucy was in this fighting a wolf, and she's also in Twilight fighting wolves. That's mm. amazing. Yeah. You know, of that? all the things, you know, um, emergency, like an emergency C-section after three months, like, and the kid <laughs> grows up to be a healthy adult is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, like that Captain, that Captain Sully Sullenberger guy who, like, saved, like, 190 people in a plane. That's amazing. She fought wolves in two movies. That's, I mean, wow. that's cool. all equivalent. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Next comment. I want this movie, comma. Electra really bad, and then it's a sad emoji with like the greater sign, less than <laughs> sign on the eyes. Okay. And then my last one, this wasn't a bad movie at all, but the advertising was all about a superwoman in sexy red gear, but come the full movie, there wasn't enough of that. Which touches <laughs> on an earlier point where Yeah. You know, it's like um it's true. I try to be a tasteful gentleman, but you know, it's just like when when you have like a hot superhero, you kind of you want to see them running and shit in their mm-hmm. cool uniform that's hot. Yeah. Too true, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do test number one. I, uh, right, I good. want your guys' reactions to these uh, movie scores on Rotten Tomatoes. So the okay. worst of its kind test is uh, we go through and we talk about the uh, Chris scores for five different movies on Rotten Tomatoes. And then we compare the average of all five to the score of Electra in this case. Um, the difference is how bad the movie is. We compare that to the movie, uh, worst movie of the season, and then decide if it's the worst of its kind, meaning was it the worst mm-hmm. of all six? Uh, so let's do test number one, the worst of its kind. Is this film the best of the worst or the worst of its kind? Okay, so the first one I saw was uh, Batman Returns. That's the one with okay. Keaton and uh, Pfeiffer DeVito. as Catwoman and then DeVito as, yeah, the Penguin. Yeah, that you guys was like that movie? great. That's great. I love that movie. And walk in. It's, it's, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Um, it got an 80. Fair. Hey, Christopher oh, Walken's yeah. in it. Like, it's a, it's, that was like peak Burton in my mind as far as Tim Burton films, like live action Tim Burton. That's when he was like playing all his cards right, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I also included the Keaton Batman with Nicholson because I love that one. I, I don't know. That if one's it's, really good too. Yeah, I don't oh, know if it's, like, it's it's peak Batman for me, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's up there for me. It's uh, I'm also I'm basic, so I like the Christian Bale Batmans as mm-hmm. well. Um, but yeah, that Keaton Nicholson Batman is like that's that's what I want out of a Batman movie, basically. But yeah. it it scored a little worse. It got a seventy two. Okay. I was surprised by that because it's it's less it's actually less campy than the um, yeah. Batman Returns movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought critics would um, deduct points for for that kind of like silliness. But anyway, yeah. X two X Men United with Jackman uh, and Halle Berry. I wrote because they're mm-hmm. probably the biggest names. Uh, got an eighty five, which I think is kind of okay. shit considering the other two movies. But yeah, yeah. You guys like that one? I mean. Seen it? I like it, but I don't think it's a 85. I agree. It's like a yeah. day summer blockbuster where like you have time to kill between doing two different things. Yeah, you're watching that, but yeah. you're cutting fruit salad or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like have it playing <laughs> in the background or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A, a folding laundry movie, if you will. Uh, you might notice these have all been uh, superhero movies so far, um, but I yeah. couldn't escape them. So there's two more. Blade with Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 57. I think it deserves a little better than that, personally. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I was a little kid, but I, I, I remember. I mean, I know I'm famous for misremembering how good things actually were. <laughs> yeah. Most the basketball lava. Little... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, but, just, that, just that first scene of the yeah. film. But the action was great. Like the, like the sword oh, yeah. fighting and all that shit. It was cool. Yeah. Jay, you're talking about the, um, like the girl seduces the guy and like brings him to yeah, like, the whole, underground, the whole underground, the whole yeah. underground nightclub thing. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. I agree. I'm not going to say innovative, but I mean, it was, well. it was creative. Yeah. 
Um, and then finally, Hellboy with Ron Perlman. Um, <laughs> this one was surprising to me as well. An 81. I actually don't like that movie. I always conflate it with Little Nicky for some reason. Adam Sandler. I don't okay. know why. I know uh, they're not that related the in any way. The yeah. whole hell theme. Yeah. Just really fucking stupid and kind of based on the devil, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Whoa. I like it. Uh, <laughs> well, you're entitled. Um, yeah. But yeah. The whole, yeah. whole like, hey, you know, what's the ultimate evil? We'll make it like it's Nazis again, you know? And yeah. then, I don't know, the CGI is um, like in this movie. I, I'm I'm going to just throw this out there and see if you guys agree. Like in this movie, Hellman, uh, Hellman, <laughs> Hellboy was uh, way too ambitious with the CGI. I think Electro did mm-hmm. way too much, um, way too fast with the CGI. Yeah, Not for sure. Uh, you guys want to guess what Electro got on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'm going to go 11. Okay. Yeah. So uh, 37. Uh, Rob, Jay got it. On the button, like, right. an eleven. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. So I didn't want to give it a thirty-seven. I just wanted to give it more credit because I figured it'd get more credit than it deserved. I uh, think it's. I actually didn't. think so. it's better than an eleven. Believe okay. it or not. Yeah. Um, but I think it's worse than a thirty-seven. I, th- I think right. it's like a twenty-two, like twenty-five, twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. Um, somewhere in okay, the middle, so, sort of thing. Yeah. So the uh, you guys want to guess the average for all of those movies? I mean, I gave you all the scores. So if you're really good at math, you might already have it in your hand. But uh, well, like seventy five, eighty, something like that. I'm, I'm shit at math, so yeah. <laughs> seventy five, Rob got it. All right. Look at you guys. You're on your fucking yeah. game. Yeah. Um. So that makes the difference a negative sixty four percent. All right. Fair. Uh, it's also by far the worst of its kind. So that's our first test in the books. We're gonna move on to the uh, plot pitch. That's our second test. And what we do here is Rob and Jay are going to play the part of uh, Hollywood producers, and I'm going to be the guy pitching the movie to them in the elevator. Uh, After I pitch the movie uh, to the best of my ability, kind of, I'm going to ask you guys if you would make the movie and to give my plot pitch a star grade so that I know how to improve in the future. Okay. Let's do test number two, the plot pitch. Hey, God, hey, hey, what? You want to hear my movie idea? No. Three, two, one, go. Hey, fellas, I have some amazing news. We got Garner to tepidly agree to do Electra. As it happens, she was contractually obligated, but still, we got her. So she's a cold-blooded assassin who does the old, hey, now I have a conscience bit. She decides to save a good-looking man and his daughter, putting her assassin's agent in the line of fire by bringing them to his house. When he's murdered, they run away. They keep running until Electra's like, that's enough running. Now I'm going to kill you all. They one by one evaporate into a green, aroma-suspicious cloud of mist until her showdown with the lead mercenary. She wins, blah, blah. We don't have much time, though, so I need a yes or no, like, right now. Oh, and $43 million. We also promise to put her in a sexy red outfit for like at least five minutes of the movie. I already saw gross point blank in 1997 and it was way better than this. So I'm not going to make the movie and I give it 0.5 stars. 0.5. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Jay. Well, you lost me halfway through with the whole I'm running, but I'm going to stop. So (laughs) I'm going to give it a 0.5 as well for that. 
I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> averaging out easy, and that's a no from you as well. You're not going to make this. Oh, for sure. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. So it's a no. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's actually a really brutal uh, start for Electra, um, but good because it sucks. Yeah. All right, yeah. guys. Um, let's move on to test number three. This is the meat of the pod. So um, we're going to do test number three and four, and then um, it, it, it gets a little easier from there. Uh, we're going to do the worst dialogue uh, in test number three. So we're going to go in reverse order, 10 to 1. The uh, worst line of dialogue will be number one. The least worst, I don't even know how to say that, um, is number 10. So you guys get ready for your commentary on each one of these. Uh, test number three, the worst dialogue. The worst movie ever made presents... The worst dialogue ever made. All right, so I had trouble, like, for some reason, just internalizing the, like, lead bad guy's name. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote it down. I looked at it. I looked at it. I wrote it down again. I still don't know if it's right for some reason. It's just my brain's yeah. not understanding. I think it's Karigi or something like that. Do you guys know? As long as you're consistent, it'll track. Okay, I'm just gonna yeah. go with Karigi. <laughs> uh, he's the son of the hand like leader, and yeah. um, so I, unfortunately, this movie is so cliche, so mm-hmm. tropey that it's going to spill over into the dialogue. So I actually okay. don't think this is the worst dialogue movie that we've ever had, but there's some real gold coming up. Okay. Um, starting with Karigi saying to uh, I don't know Electra, Stick, and Abby, and and Mark, and all of them, the war is <laughs> over. Right. And then Stick says, the war has just begun. Yeah. I included that yeah. number 10 because it's just dialed by number. Yep. Yeah. Um. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, Electra. Don't worry. Death's not that bad. DeMargo, the guy like Lucius Malfoy in the beginning. Yeah. He goes, yeah. How do you know that? And Electra says with a whisper in his ear. I died once. She she could have said like anything like you know, I've been where the shadows crawl and I have returned or something. <laughs> she, she could have said something cool. Like, I wish right she anything. said I've been where the shadows crawl. Yeah. <laughs> anything other than that would have been better. Yeah, with <laughs> me, I did it. <laughs> um, all right, we're going back to Karigi. Uh, mm-hmm. He says to Electra in the final battle, "Now you'll remember." Right. And then he uses some mysterious power to make her remember that it was him, not the devil that killed her mother. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just introducing a kind of power that I guess, or like he knew that saying now you'll remember would trigger her memory. I don't know how he knew or how he pulled that off, but, but there you go. (laughs) Yeah. And it really, some like circus magician who has like, you know, just, just like the, any any member of the audience friend is like, and now you remember, it will happen just like that. He's like, yeah, he's a uh, what do you call that? Um, like put, put a person in a trance. Uh, yeah, uh, hypnotist. Uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Or like Matthew Lillard's character from Thirteen Ghosts. Like when he whenever he touches somebody, he sees all like the shit they saw before they yeah. they died. Or whatever. Right, but this yeah. guy doesn't even need to touch you. Yeah, he just he has just to like, say some magic words. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to a clip here. Okay. 
um, I, before we go to the clip, I want to say this is not the proper kind of dialogue between a girl who was just uh, like just had a box cutter thrown at her and her assailant mm-hmm. uh, who she doesn't know. Uh, with that said, let's take it to our first clip of the night. Uh, box cutter. Jesus, what's the matter with you? You can't kill me. What are you doing here? Nothing. I'm friends with the wheelwright. Damn it, you cut my friggin' jacket. How did you get in? Front door was unlocked. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Look, the people who live here let me come in all the time. Ask anybody. Hmm. It's broken. So who are you anyways? My name's Alice. What'd you steal? Nothing. What do you think I am? Please don't call the cops. My dad will kill me. In some parts of the world, they just cut your hands off. It makes sense later in the movie because she's hiding the fact that she is gifted or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. you'd think there'd be some better theater on her part trying to conceal that from someone she doesn't know. Okay, I'm going to steal from a bit later. Uh, okay. Here. She is um, a girl who is on the run with her father. We don't know that yet. Yeah. We just met her. We don't know who she is. She mm-hmm. doesn't know who Electra is. Yeah. Electra throws a box cutter at her and staples mm-hmm. her to the wall so she can't move. Right. Yeah. Um, she is so nonchalant about it. It's, it's, I mean, one, you, you don't want to portray that you are anything but a 13 year old innocent girl who just had a box cutter thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Right. So bad job by you, um, not pretending at least to not be around like, box cutting like throwing maniac assailants yeah. you know what i mean on the regular um but also bad job by you uh electra uh for doing assassin shit um with <laughs> i mean you just moved there because you know you have targets in the area and you're fucking yeah. like whizzing around like batman disappearing and reappearing in front of her and like you know sticking her to a wall with like a knife thing yeah and so it, it's it's all bad, but but I mean it could have also been in our next test the worst acting test because mm-hmm. it's just not realistic at all that the girl had a box cutter thrown at her and she's upset that it cut her sweater. You'd at least gasp because a box cutter was you know a sharp implement <laughs> yeah. was thrown like, at your face, and even well, like more inches, and you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If that if that accidentally hit me in the head, I'm dead. So like, yeah. Yeah, I think you. I, I would probably more than Ben. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would be. My heart would be pumping pretty quick there. Yeah. I think. Uh, but then again, I am not training with stick. So. Yeah. Um, number six, the height of romance on display here when Electra says, "I'm not a good person to get involved with." Mark says back to her, "I'm not asking for anything." <laughs> then Mark post kiss says. Sorry. And Electra says back, yeah, I hated that. <laughs> so she became like a valley girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a what a line. Yeah, not not good. Uh still we're still not at the bottom of the barrel as far as dialogue nope. goes, uh, especially for the history of the show. But it's getting kind of bad. Um number five, Electra. <laughs> All right. This is also in poor taste, but um, 
Electra, where's her mother? Says to Mark. Mark says back, she died a couple of years ago. Electra says, back in Baltimore? Mark says, yeah, drunk driver. Electra says back, my mother died when I was young. I should go. I have work. Thanks for dinner. And, and then pulls the Batman disappearing trick. Not, <laughs> no, no, I'm really sorry for your loss. No, this must be difficult on for your daughter. Not, like, makes it about her and then disappears. <laughs> Mine was worse. Thanks for the fucking steak. See ya. <laughs> it's like the whole date of, yeah, I only see you as a friend, so I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, friend zone immediately. <laughs> the the line I used to be the treasure in particular. Yeah. Um, which so does that mean that she actually was like on the mantle or like they used to think she was? Because like, isn't there actually only one? Like, yeah. so say the ancient, um, you know, scrolls or whatever. Yeah, I think it's Highlander rules. There could only be one. It, yeah, it's the Matrix. Yeah, it's Dune. Like there is only one, Star right? So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, number two, McCabe. Right, uh, this okay. These last two are, are actually really funny, in my opinion. Okay, uh, McCabe. This is when they're they're all chilling in his house, right? McCabe yeah. is is suspicious, walking around with a fucking double barrel shotgun. Looks out the window, <laughs> sees this thing, and he goes, "E, get back." And like blows yeah. the window out, right? And then Mark runs in. And he goes, "What happened?" And McCabe says, "That bird's been hanging around here since yesterday. He doesn't know who Tattoo is, right? Yeah, like he has no clue. So he's just really suspicious of birds. Of a bird. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was, about, I was just saying, watch out, Big Bird. Don't get yeah. in front of yes. him. And not to mention, like, a shotgun blast inside, like, a living room is going to fuck everybody's hearing up for the rest of the movie. That's true. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. There's a good loophole. Um, But, yeah, I I just, Jay, thanks thanks to you, I just imagined him walking down Sesame Street with a (laughs) double-barrel shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, let's go to another clip. This is, oh, Rob, this is the number one worst... uh, little dialogue oh, segment shit. of the movie so yeah i better get my drum roll all right and what's it called <laughs> oh it's uh it's called the squad don't tell me the circus isn't done, huh? tell you what you might as well kill me now because i ain't talking talking is not necessary but i accept the first half of your proposal They're in the woods. Typhoid. Stone. Tattoo. Get Kinko. Head there now. Hurry. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> Ugh. Sick. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I I've got the movie now. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, got, I've got a few notes on that little segment. Uh, circus in town. There's another tropey. Like, we don't know how to write original dialogue, so we'll just, like, yeah. throw that in there because the guy had bullets bounce off of him or whatever. I would be terrified if I just shot a guy with, like, buckshot and he just, like, shaving it off of his chest with his fingers and then <laughs> destroyed my door with me behind it. Um, mm-hmm. 
I accept the first half of your proposal. I thought was a very cheesy bad guy line. Didn't make me afraid of him at all. No. Um, but the the real like the real spice in this curry to me is when he says typhoid stone tattoo get kinko and head there now hurry <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. it's their way of forcing in like at least we're giving the characters their names uh, in the movie because they are so insignificant they're just there to die they're there to look cool and die but we have to force in their names to at least give them that because otherwise who is she really killing we don't even know their names right and every single name sounds like the name of like a hip restaurant in a gentrified neighborhood. <laughs> Let's go to Tattoo or Kinko. <laughs> sounds like I, in Hell's <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like you know, forty five dollar tapas plate, and you get like three fucking mozzarella sticks. In one of those. Plates. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. We're going to typhoid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm really hungry. Let's go to Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's the> tattoo. <laughs> Um, all right, that's that's it for the worst dialogue. I I really hated those names, and we're gonna mm-hmm. do something fun, guys. Later in the loopholes, um, those are some bad names, right? Typhoid, Stone, Tattoo, and Kinko. Yeah, not sounding yeah. too badass to you guys. All right, what we're gonna do in the loopholes section is I'm going to read off some of the worst names I could find out in the superhero okay. universe, uh, villains and superheroes. Okay, uh, so look forward to that, listener, because it's fun. Uh, test number four, the worst acting, is where we just point out the worst acting uh, segments of the entire movie. Okay. Let's do that. In test number four, the worst acting. Test number four, the worst acting. Naturally, we'd use the Catwoman thing for this one. All right, number one, the Electra McCabe exchange about her floor soiling DNA was not great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see you guys agree. Um, yeah. I, I just think it's really, it's, it's more bad writing because what it did for me, like I know I have like a weird, like paranoid brain, but what it did for me was I started to think about like how she is like flaking off her DNA and the fact that she's like mm-hmm. just wearing gloves has her skin like completely exposed on both of her hands. Yeah. She has her hair in a ponytail, but like her hair's probably going all over the apartment. Yeah. What I just don't understand like what who's coming in there to take samples of her hardwood floor while she's not home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially and, and how do you do that? And she's not a suspect. Yeah, she's, right. She's, she's super stealthy. She's like super duper stealthy. Like no one knows she. Ex- she's like a ghost, you know. No one knows she exists. She she so did like, say to uh, Bauer, "How do you fight a ghost?" Right earlier yeah. in the so, so like well scrubbing said. scrubbing is a moot point. Like she doesn't need to get rid of like her old cabbage in her fridge because she killed someone with a dagger last night. Like it's not gonna <laughs> not gonna matter. She took a bite out of that cabbage though, which means yeah. that there might be remnants of her saliva that someone can come in and test because they're suspicious that Electra might live here. Um, and then, you know, figure out her whole schedule and when she will, will leave so that they can test her hardwood when she's not there or her cabbage. Take your and there was a bunch of cabbage on the crime scene now that I think about it. So that that's probably that's true. It's, it's, it's her calling card. She's like kingpin <laughs> with roses, but she just leaves a little leaf of uh, cabbage. <laughs> it's a cup of coleslaw. <laughs> 
was like, oh, uh, shit, 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 turn up the coleslaw with me today. Oh, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to take the stuffing out of the stuffed cabbage and just leave yeah. the, the <laughs> tomato soaked wrappings here. Um, to piggyback on that, um, Garner's Sullen Assassin exterior was uh, very hit or miss for me. How about you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Myth. It was very miss. Yeah. Okay. More miss. Because yeah, there were times where it kind of worked for me, but um, I, I felt very 50 50 about it. I don't think she's a bad actress. I think um, in a spot like that where she's talking about, like, don't put the bags down because I just scrubbed there because my DNA's there. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't have a choice but to sound like a bad actress because it's just yeah. it's just bad writing. I mean, we've, we've talked about that before. When when you have a terrible script, there's it's really tough, I think, to deliver it properly. Um, yeah. in, in the music world, there's a whole thing um, like audio engineers say is like all the time, like we're using Pro Tools to like really pump up like a a band that can't play that great yeah, um, to make them sound better on the record. And they say you could polish a turd all you want, but it's still a piece of shit. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, so she did her polishing best she yeah. could. Uh, but yeah, this movie is definitely a piece of shit. Uh, so uh, this one's quick, but apparently Bob Sapp, you guys know who Bob Sapp is? No. Okay. Nope. He plays stone. He's at, he, he was an MMA fighter in Japan. Um, okay. He's in the longest yard. He's like the really big, muscly football player. Uh, that's the Adam okay. Sandler one remake. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Apparently, that he was so bad that they literally didn't let him say anything. <laughs> there were there were opportunities, and that might be true for Tattoo as well. But we'll get into some of his uh, rhythms uh, yeah. in a minute. Um, yeah. So Bob Sapp, that gigantic dude who like took that shotgun blast, no problem. Literally yeah. didn't get to say anything. At any point. Yeah. Um, number three is a clip. Okay. This one's called Pain in the Ass. Okay, here we go. I like this movie. <laughs> Abby, I'm not leaving you. You're a pain in the ass. Just like you. One, one two, two, three. Tattoo. The treasure's here. <laughs> I really, we needed to include the tattoo. The treasure is here. Yeah. <laughs> More bad dialogue, but why did they have to count? They were Make running at full speed. Yeah. More uh, or less yeah. count out loud as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think they have the chemistry to do the whole, like this is going to come up again, but we've seen it in other movies. They don't um, develop the characters as um, one of our uh Critics have said enough to have that kind of give and take, um, you know, uh, light harassment back and forth. You yeah, know what I mean? They're doing like the one, like if they had more chemistry throughout the film, it's one of those, like, oh, here we go. Like, like yeah. Or they jump or something like that. It's, which is corny in its own right, but if they establish that relationship, it'd work. Right. And it, it did, yeah. like, to your point, it was supposed to feel like, we're taking a gamble, like jumping on the window, but it didn't even really feel that way. Yeah. It was safe. Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, move it to number four. The uh, tattooed dude's uh, sputtering orgasmic channeling of snakes uh, <laughs> was, was very off-putting for me. Yeah. How about you guys? Oh. Yeah. The, the, um, the, I don't know if the mic's going to pick this up, but the um, noise it made <laughs> when the snakes were coming out of him, you know, like that weird, like juicy, like, yes. Like, if if 
if um, Jay, you mentioned you have a cat. Like I have a cat too. They they, they crawl up right to your ear and they do that like gummy like. Oh mouth. yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It was that noise amplified, like coming from ten different directions. It was very disgusting. I didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll uh, get to that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move it on to another clip. Uh, we got two okay. more, and then and then we're down here. Um, this one's called uh, "Push, Push, Push." All right, here we go. He's slipping a ledger. Come on, let's go. Push, push, push. Let's go. Let's push, 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 push. Keep going, Electra. Keep going. I'm just a kid. I don't want to stay here. Electra. Don't worry, Electra. I'll take good care of her. Before we go any further, I want to mention yeah. that was a clear um, Darth Vader throwing the Emperor like into the machine, oh. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay, are you a Star Wars guy? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Did you feel that? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he becomes that like evaporated green mist, but I swear there was lightning yeah. and stuff. Maybe I'm just, maybe I was putting that in myself, but it would have been better that way because he's like the ultimate evil of the movie. Yeah, because I, uh, I recently watched, um, well, rewatched Return of the Jedi, and just yeah. hearing that again, it put that scene in not 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 the scene from Electra, but the scene from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, just hearing it again. Right, it, yeah. it, it, it's it's drawing parallels for you. Yeah, but just just the first part of that scene, it out of context. It just sounds so bad. It does. Mm-hmm. It really does. Well, that's what we do here. We take things out of context and we twist around and make it sound even worse because uh, these movies deserve it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, be- before we go to our last clip, I just want to say that uh, Kirigi, or whatever his name is, uh, did a lot of, uh, like, ARG kind of screaming that made mm-hmm. him sound sort of piratey, and I didn't like it. He threw in way too many. Yeah. Um, and I just want, I want everyone to know. I, I want everyone to know that. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the record. Frying, the frying <laughs> like, like a like a like a minifigure dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do uh, life return. That's our next clip, and we're done here. Uh, okay. So what's next? Kurigi's gone. No one's after you. Back to school. <sighs> Go to the beach and get a tan. And get ice cream. <laughs> you gave me my life back. You gave me mine. The whole... Let's get some ice cream and we're done with this. Or you know what? Once this volcano blows over, we're gonna go fishing. Oh, like every every one of these what? movies, like the last like five weeks, has been like so, we're gonna go fishing or we're gonna get ice cream or we're gonna 
<laughs> what gets me though is that she suggests all these public places just after they've been like getting chased down by assassins. All these public places <laughs> and like saying, "Oh yeah, let's go to these places," while they're still probably being tracked down by other people. Yeah, yeah that is um, that's a major loophole. That's that's definitely going to come up again. But oh, also yeah. the, the the total trauma of being out out in the open, you know? Yeah. So, you know, like, like you don't want to go to McDonald's if you still kind of feel like you haven't gotten the assassin monkey off your back. Yeah, like, hear, <laughs> oh, hearing, the re- gives you. like hearing the receipt machine print in the back like, while you're waiting for your food is going to trigger you to think it's like <laughs> yeah. a bottle about to go off or something. So, someone, someone gives you the stink eye, you go up them and just stab them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, attack them, you attack them for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Jay. For you, um, I, have you seen uh, Hard to Kill with uh, Steven Seagal? Not in a long time. Okay, so here here's the reason I ask. We what we what we need to do, and for some reason I always forget to do this after the third test, is decide whether or not the uh, dialogue is worse than Hard to Kill. Um, so what I did for you, in case you hadn't seen it, is I, I wrote down one line from Hard to Kill. Um, just to give you a feel for it. Um, and then you can tell me if the dialogue is worse um, based on that, which probably isn't a fair assessment, but that's what I've got for you. Uh, Rob, what do you, what do you say first? Do you think it's worse or, or no? Hard to kill's worse. Um, I agree. So yeah, it's, no, it's not worse. Yeah. Electro's okay. not worse. Hard to kill is. <laughs> Jay, uh, for you, this is a line from hard to kill. Uh, I'm just going to give you some pretext real fast. Um, a senator hires the mafia to kill a guy. Um, Steven Seagal uh, videotaped that, and then they kill him, but he's not dead. He's in a coma for seven years. Um, he doesn't know who's uh, behind the assassination attempt. He finds out it's this guy named Senator Trent. Senator Trent's uh, tagline is, I'm going to take it, or you can take that to the bank. He says that on his campaign trail to get people um, to believe in him, right? You can take that to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. So Seagal, towards the end of the movie, realizes it's Senator Trent who hired people to like come after him and to do the assassination in the first place. As he's sitting on his bed, staring out the window alone, he says, I'm going to send you to the bl- bank, Senator Trent. The blood bank. <laughs> uh, that, that, I think um, that was... I <laughs> I'm so glad I have not watched that movie in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, so based on that, uh, which isn't a fair uh, assessment, but would you say that the dialogue is worse or hard to kill? It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By far. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, I'm just gonna jot that down as our dialogue score. And how about the acting? Um, uh, based on that, Jay, what do you what do you think? Um. Hard to kill is worse. Yes, it is. Tally me for the same thing. Okay, cool. I wholeheartedly agree. All right, um, all right. With that done, we're going to uh, we're going to do Rob's ad read. So um, Rob, right, usually at this point in the pod, um, sends it to our sponsor and he and he gives us a, a nice ad read. So this uh, one's weird. It's um today's episode of the worst movie ever made is brought to you by that one guy you work with who always wears that Joy Division shirt. You know the one. <laughs> He always talks about going to shows that take place underneath an abandoned deli that only eight other people attended. He offers to help out with a company carpool initiative, but his car is pretty much filled to the windows with garbage, and you're not actually sure his license hasn't been suspended. 
<laughs> if you ever talk about music or movies, he'll list off a hundred titles you've never fucking heard of and be prompted to say, yeah, man, I'll check it out. Don't worry, though. He's basically harmless. We strongly recommend you listen to Joy Division's two albums and know a reference or two. If you litter around your desk with some Magic the Gathering cards, you could have him distracted for a few hours. Joy Division <laughs> guy. Love will tear him apart. Uh, I, love Joy, I love Joy Division, by the way. Just, you know, oh, that, okay. shirt piss, right. that shirt pisses me off, though. The Unknown Pleasure shirt. I, I can't say that I've seen it. Oh. Um, I'll but send now- you... Well, now that we uh, advertise it on the pod, I'm sure it's probably going to take it's, off. So. It's great, yeah. Um, I'll send you a video after the pod um, of Ian Curtis from Joy Division. He's a singer yeah. um, dancing on stage because the band just like kind of tame, and he's just standing there like this in front of the microphone. And that's <laughs> that's just how he dances. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to test number five, guys. This is the okay. most offensive. Uh, so we're going to talk about the most offensive moments uh in this movie and then we're going to play a little mini game at the end because i really enjoyed that last week okay uh let's do test number five the most offensive damn it i am tired of being santa claus you get your together and you get your ass in the damn car All right, guys, I'm going to highlight a few of these for you, and then I'm just going to go real quick through the other ones. Um, but if you guys want to open up some dialogue on these, feel free. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one that I'm definitely going to highlight is a super sneaky world-class assassin that infiltrates high-security compounds in a sexy red cumbersome fashion dress. Okay. That's yeah. insulting. Yeah. Uh, real quick, McCabe, and uh, he asked Electra if she's ever gotten laid. A touch inappropriate. Yeah, uh, considering he's her agent, Electra not shaking hands with uh, Mark when they were first introduced was very cold, in my yeah. opinion, unnecessary. Uh, she didn't yet know that he was the target. Here's another highlight for you: typhoid randomly killing a guy uh, on the hand council with a poison ivy kiss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she. Why doesn't she pay a price for that? Like she killed like a high advisor in the hand. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> she just does the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, watching the father-daughter uh, nightly ritual through the window is a little creepy. Yeah, any we've, we've learned that any instance of just like, stalking children just never bodes well. <laughs> yes, it's true. What was that, Jay? I said, close the curtains, people. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. You have, you have an assassin hanging around. Close the curtains. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's a good one. The Karate Kid hand rub revival at the end. I was like, come on. Mm-hmm. Give me a fuck. Just that, in, just that in general. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like lame. And, like, doesn't she need years more of study to, like, she just can feel how to use um, whatever they call it to revive her? I, I don't know. It's lame. Yeah. Uh, Killing the treasure out of pure jealousy against her boss's wishes. We did the clip earlier, but yeah. um, you're not going to get away with that also. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they want yeah. her on their side. Um, and, they, and finally, they to, go ahead. They seem, to be, they seem to be all knowing, too. So it's yeah, probably not do. a good move. <laughs> yeah, prob- probably not. Okay, uh, running the dead treasure through the yard 
into the mansion, up the stairs, around the corner, and into the master bedroom before reviving her. <laughs> Seems like <laughs> like it, maybe it should just do it while you're there in the yard. That's Seems like a bit very, of a hassle. <laughs> yeah. It's very like, hey, if we're in like an intimate setting after I revive her, maybe she'll like want to like reward my chivalry. That's the vibe I got. It's like, why are you just do it? Like, yeah, if they, if they fall down right there, you, you revive them right there. You don't bring them up to the fucking bedroom. Right, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, she wasn't just like, oh, shit, got to clean the house first. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. There's DNA in this yard. Get me a hose. We're, we're hitmen, <laughs> but we're professionals. <laughs> my, my cabbage. Yeah. I need more cabbage. I, I, I just killed seven people. I've only got two heads of cabbage. <laughs> I need to grow more. Hold on. McCabe, two, don't get more cabbage. <laughs> killing two birds with one cabbage. <laughs> with a double barrel shotgun. <laughs> all right. No, uh, good. All right. Here's our little mini game, guys. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you um, an offensive scene from Hard to Kill to compare to the offense uh, <laughs> given by Electra, and we'll see which one's worse. Okay. Sure. Real quick Como uh, Wiener Peaking versus Random Murder. Uh, so for some context, Jay, uh, the the woman that's watching over Steven Seagal's character in Hard to Kill uh, with regularity checks out his penis while he's in a coma. <laughs> oh. We found that rather offensive. Uh, and I am comparing... I think anyone would. <laughs> What's that? I said, I think anyone would. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we're comparing that to the random murder, like the Poison Ivy kiss. Um of the hand guy. What's more offensive? Is that even a question? <laughs> it's the hard to kill one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm on team Wiener Peak here. Like, I yeah. think that's the fair. The fair right. one. I, I'm sure he wasn't hard to kill at the moment while in a coma, but yeah. still impressive anyway. I guess. Yeah, you got murder against straight up harassment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she did kill an evil guy. Yeah, and like when you're killed, like. <laughs> You know, when, if if someone if you find out someone's been stealing peaks of your wiener and you don't <laughs> die, you have to carry that with you the rest of your life. Yeah, I um. If you get killed, you're fucking dead. No one, you don't care anymore. You, you have nothing to worry about. I'm really glad that I don't know of anyone who's stolen peaks at my wiener. Because <laughs> I, I, I would want to <laughs> that I know of. That's true. I have been asleep before. That is true. Um, okay, extended revival. Um, that's. Referring to the scene we just talked about where she like runs the girl all the way into the bedroom instead of just like who knows how long she has on the revival clock, right? So don't yeah. waste time. Um potentially killing an old lady, cold cocking a bystander, and destroying donuts for no reason on your run through. Uh so this happened in Hard to Kill as well. Um one of the bad guys is just running through like a New York street and he decides to knock over an old lady into like a um a rack of clothes completely fucking knock out a guy. This is while he's running by them and then destroy someone's box of donuts, therefore ruining their dessert. Um, which is worse. Yeah. The first two I understand, but the donuts, come on, man. Yeah. yeah I seriously. Think, I think hard to kill still yeah. more offensive because he could have just ran. Yeah. Past those people. He didn't make none of those actions needed to have uh, played out. Right. I like, mean, there, there was at least a sweet um, meaning at the end of the extended revival, but yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever been in yeah. line at the? Have you ever been in line at the bank, 
and like look at your watch and be like, oh shit, I'm running late. And on your way out of the bank, you like punch 10 people that aren't even in your way. <laughs> you, know I mean? you, you, you assault 10 people, you rub the place. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, with a double barrel shotgun, leaving cabbage along the way. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Then we've got our score. Uh, we didn't have to go to a tiebreaker. So okay. uh, next is our five interesting facts. I'm just going to breeze through these uh, to uh, make up time. Ben Affleck filmed a cameo scene uh, that was later deleted. Oh, I was going to talk know. about this. Oh, you were? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring it up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, what was the point of it in the first place? It wasn't like a whole dream sequence? Yeah, yeah, it was like very, very quick dream sequence where I think they were te- maybe teasing an Electra sequel back in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Because okay. uh, oh, that never happened, so. No, Matt Murdock is like, <laughs> when are you coming back? And Electra's like, when I'm ready. And that, that was a whole Damn, she wakes up. <laughs> yeah, right. Pretty lame. Uh, Jennifer Garner, uh, Garner filled this movie while on summer hiatus from uh, the show Alias. So maybe okay. that helps to explain the tropiness, like the really bad, like I've seen it all before kind of writing that they had because yeah. they shot this movie in 62 days. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah, <laughs> real quick. Uh, number three in one scene, stone throws his club at Electra. It bashes mm-hmm. into a tree and gets destroyed. He then attacks Mark and Abby with the same one somehow. Hmm. <laughs> In Easter the same egg. sequence, Electra breaks her sigh on Stone's back, but then has two fully functional sighs for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, she just yeah. has like a whole like a wardrobe full of them. She could, yeah. yeah. It could be like a Doug Funny situation. Yeah. <laughs> like she, she's got 10 the red closet. dresses the size in the closet, yeah. Um, Jennifer Garner took major heat for having criticized this film during production. That's number two. Uh, but Ooh. that teases number one. Do you okay. guys know what she said? I'm here's, maybe I'm out. <laughs> I'm just getting paid. Yeah. Here's what Garner said about the movie during production. She reportedly told a journalist that she felt the movie was terrible and that she only filmed it because she of cr- contractual obligations from Daredevil. <laughs> That's while the movie was being made. <laughs> Fine. Like, <laughs> fine. Like, that's, that's, uh, I respect her a hell of a lot more now, actually. Yeah, Cause, right. Because, like, when you have, like, a, people always like, get mad at actors taking things for, like, a paycheck or because they're contractually ob- obligated. But, like, what do we do every day at our jobs? That. We eat that. complete shit eight hours a day because it's the best we could do. Yeah, right. And then we get money and then we buy stuff we like with it. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess you can you can tell her not to sign the contract that ties her into Electra before she knows anything about it. But yeah, I mean, but probably she, assume uh, better than what she got. I mean, eleven on Rotten Tomatoes is yeah. hard to earn. And and actors are they're the artistic type. They have someone reading that the contract for them. They, all all that she knew in going into Daredevil is like you have to do one more movie. Yeah, and you get to be the lead. Okay, sexy assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not so yeah. bad. It doesn't sound so bad. All right, uh, we're going to do most cliche. Uh, that's test number six. So oh. I'm just going to name. We're doing a lightning round. Get through this one nice and quick. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to name every moment that was super cliche, uh, complete with a clip this week, because this movie was so yeah. tropey. Uh, if you guys want to ex- expand on anything, feel free to stop me. But I'm, I'm going into lightning mode here. So Sounds good. Here we go. Test number six. Right. The, the most cliche. 
All I've got to say is that moving forward, at the end of the day, it is what it is, and we need to know the only constant is change in these unprecedented times. So let's put our best foot forward and our aces in our places, because we're like a family and we're in it to win it. All right, good or evil uh, narrating intro was, mm-hmm. I mean, that I knew immediately starting this movie, it was going to be tropey because there was nothing original about the start, right? Yeah. It's stick talking, but it's like guy with cool voice introducing the good versus evil battle that's been raging for centuries or whatever. Yep. Uh, the, the final weapon in an ancient war was also included in that, and I just couldn't help but write that down. Mm-hmm. Electra died years ago. I thought she was good. Blah, 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 blah. Blah. Kind of the um, escape from New York kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, the evil father-son dynamic for the hand. Yeah. Yep. They're like, will he succeed? Um, and then succeed. <clears throat> the training montage. We've got some loophole stuff to talk about there. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Med she's not taking. Should I get into this uh, during the loopholes? Yeah, it's saving for the loopholes. Okay, okay. All right, um, Assassin's OCD. Mm-hmm. Very Leon the Professional, you know, just like yeah. watering his plant. Uh, the moral turnaround. She can't kill the neighbors. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the badass slow-mo evil team flying V intro. That happens twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I counted it twice, so we're going to number 11. Dad walks in on the bonding. Can Electra be a mother figure? Yep. Like Terminator 2 is what I wrote. You know, like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This, like, killing machine could be the father figure to my son. Um, succeed on this mission and you will succeed me as new leader of the hand. Mm-hmm. Stick yeah. uh, kicking her out was actually a lesson all along. Yeah. Who knew? There was a Matrix dojo scene. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's let's do a clip real quick. Okay. Uh, this is called Where It All Began. What do you want? To finish it, you and me. No help from Stick, no help from your father. Winner take all. And when I kill you, the little one is ours. And when you don't, she is free forever. Agreed? Agreed. We will meet where it all began. And it will end where it all began. For you, at least. <laughs> I just want to slap myself. Yeah. Wake up from this nightmare. Yep. Am I, am I dreaming right? Oh, am I having a nightmare right now? <laughs> I remember watching it. I, the, the third act is like... like it yeah, kinda, well, It's kind of coming and going. And it's as we're talking about it, I remember it, but I don't remember it. Because it's... it's it's just I know all the rhythms in all the pockets that these kind of movies fall into, so it's just yeah. I know what happened yeah. without actually remembering it because I think I just blacked it out because I just <laughs> it's like I seen this okay autopilot. It was that poison kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the the one thing that I that I kept going back to for me was like like it was like such a grind to get to the end, and then <laughs> the end was just like this flashpoint. So like I, I kind of yeah. get why it's not super memorable. It's like the science like volcano experiment you do when you're yeah. in middle school, like you, all this yeah. anticipation building up to the volcano, like exploding, but then it just like fuzzes over for half a second and yeah. your experiments done. Like that yeah. was the movie to me. Yeah. Um, all right, Rob, I I'm ready for the shit coin. How about you? 
Oh, I'm uh, born ready, dude. I'm always ready for these. Jay, you got to strap in and, uh, you know, hold on to your butt because we're going into the shitcoin where we um, basically we just shit talk uh, shitcoin salespeople who are really just trying to scam us on Instagram. If you haven't heard this, it's because it's a relatively new segment. Um, But I fuck with people on Instagram who are trying to get me to invest in in like a Ponzi scheme, basically. Um, So. Rob's going to read the part of the person who is trying to scam us, and I'm going to read what I said back. Um, please enjoy, because this is uh, our probably our most popular segment. Um, all right, Rob. Hi. Yeah. Whenever you are ready for that bump. All right. Okay, and I just got to pull up the screenshots. Yeah, same here. Go for it. Pulling them up right now. Let's see. Da, 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 da. That way we don't have dead air. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, hello, Wave. Wow. How are you doing? This morning has me feeling as foul as a mud covered wallaby wiener. You? Great. So, what's your name and where are you from? I'm Mary from Canada. I'm John Doe from Arkham City, New York. Nice to meet you. I'm a binary expert trader. I do binary options trading using Bitcoin as a payment method, and it's profitable. Have you heard about binary option trade before? Of course. I've yet to dabble. I find myself busy with work all day, and I have another occupation at night. It's very easy and won't take much of your time. Binary option is an online trading Bitcoin. It's one of the highest paid investment treasury in the world. Here you can make twice your investment. No experience needed. Let's say you start trading on binary option with $500. I assure you of earning a profit of 5,500 after five days of trading. Binary option trade is the best among all live trading market. And my organization is the best in the BO slash FX option train trade. We give out hundred percent guarantee to all our customers trading with us here. And also a hundred percent bonus addition to your winning profit. That's why I am here. I help individuals for 100% profit guarantee for 10% charges. Hope you understand. Could it help me gather funds for gadget tech and protection? Yes, sure. It's very profitable. What you do is buy Bitcoin. Then we proceed to create your trade account with the platform I work with where you will see your profit growing every day. Once your trade complete five days, you can withdraw your profit and start a new trade. You there? Yes. I was dispatching some rabble rousers. I'm here now. I don't have much time. Give me the information quickly, please. Here's a list of our investment plans and possible earning after five days of trading. 500 is 5,500. 600 is 6,500. 700 is 7,500. 800 is 8,500. 900 is 9,500. 1,000 is 10,500. 2,000 is 20,500. 3,000 is 30,500. 4,000 is 40,500. 5,000 is 50,500. How much are you looking forward to invest? Let's proceed further. I have millions in capital. I need proof of concept. My father was very successful. He and my mother were murdered when I was very young, in a dark alley, by a homeless man. You're not sending your money to anyone, neither giving your money to anyone to help you invest. It's all going to be in your own account, which you are going to sign with your own email, phone number, and password, which is your privacy. That's very good. I am very, a very private person. Those who think they know the real me know nothing of my double life. Can I use these emails, phone numbers, and passwords to triangulate the position of evildoers? Only you will be able to log into your trading account. And only I can save the city. 
I need more funds for upgrades to my bat for my bathroom. How much do you have to proceed? Let's get started. I have three billion in Swiss bank accounts. I'll not access those. I have another billion in banks spread over the Northeast. Another four hundred me- million in a, in Maldives a holding facility. Finally, nearly half a million invested in tradings, currently fluctuating as the market is unstable. I have cash on my property, and a local credit union holds my personal spending line. I'm willing to invest, but again, I need to see proof that this is not a Ponzi scheme. I do not tolerate crime. I fight crime in a black, protective, bulletproof, polyfiber suit, complete with a mask and cape. So do you have Bitcoin wallet or cash to purchase Bitcoin to get started? Is this a scam? Don't swear to God. Swear to me. <laughs> I'm not here to scam you, okay? Good. Besides, you are not sending your money to me, okay? Good. I'm glad I can trust you. It's not who you are underneath, but what you do that defines you. So do you have the Bitcoin wallet or Cash App? Do you know any or all of Victor Freeze, Oswald Cobblepot, or <laughs> Harvey Dent and their possible current location? I'm currently trying to apprehend their attention for nothing but trade deals. Just trade deals. No. I ask you a question? No. I'm a mystery wrapped in an enigma. No one must know my secrets. Okay, what's the question? Do you have Bitcoin wallet or cash to purchase Bitcoin? Where are they? Yes or no? I'm the Cape Crusader, the world's number one detective. Go to your app store and download Edge Wallet and give a screenshot of it when you are done. I am Batman. Looks like you are not interested. Have a nice day. I didn't want you to think that I've deliberately wasted your time. Just accidentally wasted it. <laughs> uh, never. Uh, I got them to quit. I, th- I think that was my first uh, rage quit by a, a Bitcoin. <laughs> Last week was close. Very close. Yeah. Last week, they, um, they demanded my cash app or uh, whatever, for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so obviously, I was, I was doing the part of Batman there, funny enough. Um, <clears throat> test number seven, the worst graphics. Okay. All right, right so, into it. The whole movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. I, um, <laughs> I, I took issue with this, this movie for a particular reason, and we'll get into that. Uh, when we talk about the graphics in this movie in test number seven, the worst graphics. Welcome to test number seven. The worst graphics. All right. Uh, the fucking devil. Merp. Merp. (laughs) (laughs) She's clearly not doing the one handed, uh, chin ups. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, they don't show her entire body at any point because Sylvester Stallone would struggle with those in Rocky Three. You know, um, Piers Brosnan and Dante's Peak, the same thing with the push-ups. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Bob yeah. pointed that out in our Dante's Peak uh, episode, but he wasn't doing those push-ups himself. Yeah. Uh, the slow mo sigh through the porch. Do you guys remember that scene where the mm-hmm. the ninjas like on the porch and she like. Goes through the porch of the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're so lame. Uh, all right, Jay, maybe this will hit you. Um, I think this is kind of where you're going. I'm, I'm just going off an of instinct here, but the eye on the hawk of um, 
like the the tattoo on tattoo. That's just the, that's just the teaser. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, uh, I've got more from that particular character. The bear spirit tattoo that comes out of his like chest. Oh my god! Uh, the black leaf kiss thing wasn't terrible. Like in the woods, yeah. when she like yeah. makes out with Electra and she like passes. I didn't think that was so bad. Yeah, uh, the fiery window explosion wasn't great actually. Mm. Mm. It's nice. like she 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 does the gas like trick and then like throws a candle like it's a a sigh at them and like it just blows up all the gas. But the, they actually look more like they CGI'd the fire coming out of the windows. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. we've what we've learned on this podcast is that it's very easy to do the practical effect of fire coming out of a building. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Um. Keep that in mind. The tree collapse, I thought, was bad. Yep. Yeah. Guys, what was the fucking green mist stuff? That was like George of the Jungle. Um, (laughs) Gross smell. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, though? I don't know. The gold necklace. Yeah. Right. Okay, fine. Yeah. Not bad for the time. Uh, I didn't really like the sonic boom kicks. Mm. That effect. I, I don't yeah. really understand. I just don't know what is Kiri- Kirigi's power. Or does he have multiple? Um, I don't know. I don't think, think the movie even knows that answer. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I don't think they have any clue. I, I think they wanted to just shroud it in mystery. Like what? how it was that they obtained their powers and any science behind it might have been smart to not try to explain that. Just like he has these powers. Here you go. Yeah. They, they, they wanted to, fan, they wanted the fans to try and speculate on what it yeah. was, but they did not care at all. The fans did not care. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's one of those things where they expect like uh, there to be a bunch of bloggers that talk about like, what were the special powers and blah, blah, blah. Here's my theory behind blah, blah, blah. But the movie just sucked so bad that there was really no buzz about it. <laughs> yeah. All it was was this movie's bad. <laughs> Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. That that was the buzz after the movie. It was like this sucks. Yeah. Um the snake tattoos, just fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. They're unlimited. They look like shit. Like I said before, the guy was like like just totally O facing all over that bridge. It was just yeah. nasty. Uh the sigh all the way through the hedge maze really bugged me too. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you guys got any any um, particular scene or CPI or practical effect they used that you didn't like uh, before I go into my theory behind the graphics on this? My whole thing is I feel like this movie was made like three years before the special effects it needed were available. And that's just a blanket statement. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Jay, you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's kind of, I probably misspoke when I said theory. What I was going to say is that they were far, and I think I probably said this already, but they were far too ambitious with the CGI. Yeah. yeah. In the first half of the movie, they do nothing. They do mm-hmm. basically no practical effects. They don't, they don't care to, or uh, uh, computer graphics either. They really don't care to um, start you off in a, in a universe of like woo-woo and, and magic and, and all that. And then... Yeah like the latter half of the movie is just like, let's just show off 
our special effects department and yeah they way way too wet like uh, so jay you said you saw the uh the first blade movie and you liked it yes did you see the second blade movie yes i've I've seen all three okay so you know um at the end rob i don't know if you've seen this one but Mm -hmm. at the end of the uh this is kind of the the example that I go to in my head, but at the end of the second Blade movie, he's fighting like the origin of the vampire disease that's like infecting regular humans. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember his name, but he's like the uh, Patient Zero. And yeah. so they're trying to um, create this new style of fighting with like these really crazy physics like dynamics with CGI in Blade Two um, at the mm-hmm. end in particular, and it looks absolutely horrible and the same same thing it, it like they were way too big for their britches um when it came to the yeah. department so but i here's a good movie <laughs> you you like it yeah okay don't i, I i'll i'll let you get away with that one but don't you defend Tr- uh, trinity <laughs> what but what, what was the name of the third blade wait was trinity blade? yeah you're not going to defend that one are you no i hate it Oh, thank God. I really thought we were about to go at it. Oh, uh, no, I hate that. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I was, I was saying don't defend that one because that one just sucks. Um, all right, so I, I, move, um, I move to elect Electra as the worst of the two, graphics-wise. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just way too big for its bridges, as I said. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Jay, I'm going to open the floor to you. Uh, do you have any notes that you want to go over? Because I'm, I'm going into the uh, loopholes thing. Do you have anything you want to mention in particular before uh, before we, we blast out some loopholes of our own? Not necessarily, other than that I forgot that Terrence Stamp was in this movie as Stick. And, yeah, okay, so I was that is, he, he does come up in my, uh, my loophole section. Um, what, what else do you, um, do you know him from? Because I'm going to mention a movie or two. Um, the Get Smart movie. I think he was in that. Okay, with Steve Carell, and yeah. also the Phantom Menace Star Wars Episode One. He is, yeah, he's a like part of the council. Or he, something. He, he's he's the chancellor then. Oh, oh, that's yeah, that's right. Okay, right. Um, he's also um, I'll just skip this when I get to it. He's also in Young Guns with uh, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. And yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, that's a... I forget his name, but he's also in Yes Man. He's he is like the oh, he, yes he, man. isn't isn't he like the Yes Man? Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he's he's pretty wild in that movie. It's not the worst movie ever. It's it's like a post Jim Carrey peak movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's liar liar, but he says yes instead of telling the truth. Exactly, and it's yeah. it's really not bad. It's kind of funny, but um, it's it's not the best. It's a little cheesy. Yeah. Um, all right, so you guys want me to just run into mine, and, and Robbie can interject. Jay, you can say whatever, yeah. say your piece on any of these. Yeah. Uh, mentioned it already, but Lucius Malfoy. Um, yeah. Do assassins have agents? This is why I keep bringing up Gross Point Blank, because the um, it's for those who don't know, it's it's a rom com from like 1997 with John Cusack. He's yeah. a mer- he's a mercenary who is tired of killing. He's very like, I'm, I'm over it, like emotionally and mentally. I'm going to go back to my hometown, to my uh, 10-year high school reunion. So he finds his old flame. They go on a few dates. 
Dan Aykroyd is the adversary who's trying to get him to join an assassin's union because there's benefits and PTO and like all this kind of stuff. And right. he gets one last hit before he retires in his hometown and it's his old flames dad. Yeah. How about and that? It's all yeah. because, and it's all because of, he doesn't want to join an assassin's union. He wants to be a lone wolf. He like, he likes that wolf style, that lifestyle, but they want him to join like a payroll and like, Make it corporate. That's that's not why you would become an assassin in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, did that look like the house from Double Jeopardy, in my opinion? Have you guys seen Double Jeopardy with Ashley yep. Judd? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, didn't, really, I didn't think I have. Okay, it's, it's actually pretty good, and she's pretty good in that movie, so definitely check it out. Tommy Lee Jones, too, and he's the man. Yeah. Uh, even in Volcano, which is yep. the last shitty movie we did. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not the movie from Double Jeopardy. But it was used in Fifty Shades of Grey, if you want to go check that out. Yeah. Uh, Why steal that shitty necklace if you're Abby? That thing didn't look like it was worth anything. That looked like the kind of necklace where if you wear it ten times and accidentally once in the shower, your neck is green. Yeah. Yeah, like they get like $25 from the antiques roadshow sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah. This is not worth much. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so here I, I mentioned that we're going to have a little fun in the loopholes today. I um, when I first watched Daredevil with uh, Ben Affleck as uh, Matt Murdock and saw Jennifer yeah. Garner as Electra Nachos, uh, I couldn't help but feel like Electra Nachos sounds like something you'd order from Dave and Buster's with like a yeah. green lightning uh, lime aioli on the nachos or something like that. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So I was. I was thinking, is that the worst superhero name ever? No, mm. probably not, right? Uh, Does it bug you guys, though? Is Electra Nachos, like, pretty rough? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to say it. Like, that's the kind of thing that, like, you're, you're like, you know, you're just meeting a girl or something, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just checking out this movie. Oh, who's that? That's Electra Nachos. Yeah. What did you just like? What like I? Well, I'm embarrassed now because I'm watching a movie with a character called Electro Nachos, and I have yeah. to defend the name Electro Nachos. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, got me thinking. What are some of the worst superhero names out there? Okay. Right. Uh, Electro Nachos is her full name. Her superhero name, I guess, is Electra. So, yeah. Um, I didn't go with their actual names. I went with their superhero names or supervillain names. Okay. And here are some of the worst that I can find on the internet. Sure. 3D Man. M- uh, Major yeah. Major Maple Leaf. It is a total like okay. Captain America knockoff. Yeah. Matter Eater Lad. Yes. Okay. A guy that can't that. eat anything. Right. Uh, the Wizard. Like He's peeing? Like the Flash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fruit Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mint berry crunch. Berry <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> crunch. Uh, crazy quilt. Okay. <laughs> Skin. <laughs> uh, calendar man. Oh, don't, don't be talking shit about calendar man. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of badass, but uh, yeah. his name is Calendar Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is a superhero called Vibe. <laughs> All right. uh, pretty cool. Elongated man. <laughs> okay. DC is uh, Arm fall off boy. 
Okay. An actual superhero that just beats people with his arms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, oh, cool. Finally, look, there are plenty more out there. There, there were so many. Okay. Um, I can name a lot. One, what's that? <laughs> I said I can name a lot. Yeah, I, I, there are a ton. Um, but last one I saw, Snapper Car. Okay. She's like a like a teenage up and comer named Snapper Car. Um. All right, super boring uh, opening. Like, the first, like, 30 minutes, I thought, of this movie was extremely boring. I just wanted to uh, mention, because yeah. fuck them for that. Uh, okay. She got a delivery to the front door, and she didn't know it. Yeah. I, just, I feel like that's a little inconsistent. It's yeah. very inconsistent. She had a person, like, delivering mail to her front door and had no clue. So... If an assassin really did want to get in to test her DNA, she might be sleeping and never know that they were, like, scraping her hardwood floor. Um, She won't do it. We'll send someone else. They send literal ninjas. Yeah. (laughs) To kill the neighbors. (laughs) Thought that was pretty cheesy. Stick is in Young Guns, and yes, man, I said already. Uh, Why would McCabe uh, sacrifice himself? And that's another question that he had a good thing going. This movie like, cannot answer. Yeah. It's it's just not realistic. Like he was like he was like, Do you know how fucked you are, basically? And then he, he, it sounded like he wanted to get to like get out and disappear. And then she shows up with them and he's like, All right, I'll take the bullet. You guys run. It was like Yeah. What in the world? Like this guy is not a good guy. He's an assassin's agent. Yeah. Uh, they outrun the speed of sound quick wolf spirits uh, for far too long in that in the woods. They're running like yeah. as fast as they can. These things are moving at the speed of a plane yeah. uh, through the woods, and somehow they stay away from them for way too long. Yep. Yeah. Electra, as a young woman, was in the room for the coroner's arrival. She sees him put the sheet over her body. Uh, mm-hmm. So she was alone in the bedroom for like, what, two hours with her dead mother? Yeah. I mean, the cops are there. They're sending a coroner in and they're just like, you hang out right here with your dead mom. Yep. Stay here. <laughs> it's fine, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not going not to traumatize you. You won't be afraid to swim in the water. You yeah. won't be afraid of the devil in your bedroom. Uh, <laughs> didn't Kirigi cancel the deal immediately by sending in his troops when they agreed one on one? Yeah. Does she have license to like get her help to, you know? Yeah. Uh okay, here's a big one for me. What happened to the dad and the rest of the hand? How do we know that they're like not still after the treasure? To Jay's point, where it's like, yeah, yeah, let's go out in public and get ice cream and like do all this stuff. Like, there's probably like swarms of people looking for you that have and the Jay, ability you, to find you. To your credit, you did say that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you know that, how do you know that the hand's not still after her? For, yeah. for all they know, they could be in line for ice cream and they could just be standing right behind them. Yeah. In that line. They're just like getting ice cream and there's two ninjas waiting to order. Like, yeah. <laughs> full garb and full ninja garb. With the- <laughs> oh my God, it's arm fall off, boy. <laughs> They're just standing in line. The dad's the server. Like, he's the one that serves the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's everybody's conspicuous except for them because like they have like they have like the giant like cross katanas on like their backs and they're just wearing full regalia just standing. I'll have a mint chocolate chip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> why couldn't Kirigi chase the running Abby and Electra down? Like he has to call yeah. in tattoo and stone and whatever. He can move like vanishingly yeah. fast. He he like that scene where he's like throws all the sheets in the air and then he's yeah. running around like like you know like he's trying to run into the next room so his dog doesn't know where he went by throwing yeah. up sheets and then escaping real quick. But he does it like like a flash, dude. He's like over here, then he's there. He's like the wizard. He's so yeah. fast. Um, and I just don't understand why he can't keep up with Electra and Abby like jumping out a window. Yeah. Just I, go I, kill yeah, him. Um, okay, they advertise the movie as Electra in red. We kind of alluded to this. Yeah. It's maybe 10 minutes of the movie at most. Why is it that they don't show her in the sexy outfit more than just the beginning and the end? I don't know, but like, the thing that, it's, I guess it's tasteful because they're trying to, maybe they're trying to get out of like the whole like objectifying type of thing. Because remember, in, we were talking about in Batman and Robin or Batman Forever, where like they they deliberately showed Batman and Robin suiting up and like pulling up their leather pants so you could get a butt shot. Yeah, so, well, a nice butt shot. Yeah, so you could, so you can like get one later. The bat nips. Yeah, that's mainly for. Oh, go ahead. No, I was about to say that's that's just mainly for um, what was it, Batman and Robin, the whole bat yeah. nips thing. Yeah, that and is. then they did it so you could specifically see Alicia Silverstone's butt later in the movie. They yes, they're like, sure. we did it to them, we could do it to her. And like, even when Electra was running up the stairs, like they didn't, it was tight shots from like the torso up. Like they were very careful not to show her uh, scantily clad. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I, I, I read the. Here you go, here you go. No, mine, mine's a little off topic. Okay, I was going to say it. Because like, and yet they, like, they, they don't show it. And like for your point of, you know, they don't want to do the whole objectifying thing, but yet they promote the movie saying, here she yeah. is in the in the whole red skimpy outfit sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like if you're going to advertise it. It's contradictory. <laughs> right, exactly. It really is. Um, I read somewhere that Rob Bowman, the director of the movie, had uh, he had actually filmed a, an R-rated version of the movie, but had to like take back a lot of the scenes and stuff. Okay. Um, but I don't believe that because I haven't like there's deleted scenes out there that have nothing to do with any R-rated anything. Yeah. Um, and maybe that was him to draw more and more an yeah. adult audience, I guess. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I thought that they were going for by showing her like, like way more skin. You know. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I've got. So, Rob, if you want to do your movie review, then we can go over some credit names and compare these movies. Yeah, uh, real quickly, uh, while I talked to you about off-air, I think I stopped the movie to actually talk to you about this. The, um, yeah. the insomnia medication. I, yes. I used to take insomnia medication because like, certain times of year, I, just, I won't sleep. Um, yeah. I took Seroquel for a while, like a very low dosage, like 100 milligrams a night. Like Most people take four or five. And you yeah. wake up almost like you're blackout drunk, and you'll eat your whole refrigerator. You will, <laughs> you will, you will have like nine bowls of cereal and go back to bed and not remember it. You become um, matter eater lad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, so at a different point, I switched to Abilify, like five mil- five milligrams a night. I yeah. gained thirty or thirty five pounds in like a month and a half. So all I'm saying is, it, with high activity too, I exercised and I had a physical job at the time. There's no way Electra's taking insomnia medication. And then running like the wind and fucking jumping through windows and like running up. <laughs> That's and down exactly the why she's yeah. not taking it because she knows that like in the movie that is her life, she's gonna have to at least squeeze into that red dress for ten minutes. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she's no, not I, taking I was, those meds. 
I was just laughing my ass off. I was like, how is she not 300 pounds taking like freaking <laughs> Abelify before <laughs> that's And that's all. That's all I had. Um, and for the review, man, I didn't I didn't write one because I didn't nothing. I didn't feel anything when I watched this movie. You ever you ever just like have one of those days, like I didn't even have a bad day, but like you ever have one of those days where like everything just goes a certain way and you feel nothing? Yes. That's how I felt after watching Electra, during watching Electra. Like nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, a bunch of stuff's happening, but I don't care anymore. And then <laughs> and that's my review because it's just I I like I'm I'm a pretty good at like you know writing what I feel about these things. I, I sat down and stared at the blank page and I was like I, I I this movie is literally nothing to me. It's it's just I think that's worse than any review I could write. It's just it's fucking it's nothing to me. It's garbage. I hate it. Um, other movies are going to score worse, I'm sure, but yes. this one is like a black spot in my heart. <laughs> Jay, uh, any any closing remarks before I read some bad credit names? Um, all I can say is that I fell asleep during the first 30 minutes of the film. Yeah, I I, I, I had to take it back, and I'm like, yep, yeah, why did I take it back? I didn't really miss much. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. It's, it's that boring uh, to begin with. And then when it gets fun, like, they don't know how to do fun. So, yeah, it's just a big turd. I hated it, too. All right. Um, yeah. So here's some names that rolled in the credits at the end. I always pay attention to those to find ones that I think are kind of funny. Um, I'm going to escalate these. So to start, they won't be that funny. But by the end, hopefully I can get you guys giggling. Uh, these are actual names of people associated with the movie Electro. Uh, starting with what I thought was a cool name, actually. Corbin Fox. Okay. I think I've heard that before. If my name is Corbin Fox, I feel like I feel like I do well. I don't know. Yeah. Not that I'm not, but if my name is Corbin Fox, you just kind of have a cool like an edge to you. Yeah. You'd, you'd uh, be getting close for shitty Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steve Sherlock. Okay. That's kind of uh Rob Waterbeak. All right. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, this, this is a return customer, uh, Ling Yang. Yeah, we see him a lot. Yeah, very close to Ying Yang. Just had to throw him in there. Craig Pup Heath. So his nickname is like Baby Dog Pup. Okay. Peter all Solomon. Right. All right. Peter yeah. Solomon. Solomon? Yeah. Why do you say it like that? Because that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> In joke uh, that nobody understands. Yeah, that is a running. <laughs> uh, so Jay, to, to get you in the loop, that I um, was watching a basketball game all these years ago when Rob and I worked together, and um, th- that night, the, the, these two announcers were like at each other's throats, which was you don't you just don't hear that much. Um, yeah, and. There was a guy um, who's playing basketball whose last name was Salmon. Um, but one of the announcers was like, there goes, uh, you know, whatever, Gregory. I forget his name. Kev's going to kill me for that. But um, S- Solomon, you know, and the other guy was like, it's Salmon. He's like, Solomon. And the, the, the other dude goes, why do you say it like that? And just like so dry, he goes, because that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> it like, it just, I came back into work the next day. I just had to explain to Rob that I've never yeah. seen announcers be that like shitty to to each other. The, the yeah, flat hatred, yeah, the flaccid hatred, like because that's what you call <laughs> yeah. it. 
that's that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> uh, Clay McGee. Okay. Clay McGee. That's pretty noble. Yeah. Uh, B C S O'Connor. Okay. I don't think you should be allowed to abbreviate that many letters. Beat torture suck. Like what is it? <laughs> uh, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I won't I won't venture a guess. Uh, Chad Buckmaster. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm digging it. That sounds that sounds like the name of like of a high school movie, like you know, a teen drama movie at a high school, and he's like the top jock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the guy that can shoot the most skeets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Weedy Rosenletner. Okay. First name Weedy. It wasn't in yeah. quotes. Um, Amber Wren Brisky Cohen. <laughs> All right. Is that four names or? <laughs> That's just one person. Um, Jubin Dave. Huh. That sounds like another superhero. Right. Uh, Kevin Monkey Stuckman. Okay. Daniel Augie Scarcello. All right. Augie's, Augie's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, mm. I just don't know what that is. Like, what is the full version of Augie? Yeah. I'm yeah. not quite sure. Two more. All right. Nancy Wetzel. <laughs> if, okay. you're, if you're not associated with the pretzel fame, then it's a bad name yeah. to have. If you can't be like, yeah, well, my great grandfather started Wetzel's pretzels. Yeah. Then it's a <laughs> shitty name to have, I think. Uh, and finally, Jeff Titcomb. <laughs> that's the winner. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There we go. We found it. All right. So I'm going to compare the movies. Yep. Uh, and then we're going to plug some stuff and we'll, and we'll go home. Okay. Cool. Hard to kill. Uh, worst of its kind got a negative 65, and it was worst of its kind. Um, I say that this is a wash because Electra was negative 64% and worst of its kind as well. Yeah, I don't think one percent is worth um, choosing one over the other. No. How do you guys feel? Plus, there's a lot more that. offensive stuff and hard to kill, and well, more shitty things, I guess. Yeah, so so it'll get the nod later, right? So yeah, so nothing so far. Uh, the plot: you would not make Electra. You guys both gave it a point five on the star grade. Um, mm-hmm. Bob and Rob both agreed to split the cost. Very generous of you guys to put five million yeah. up a piece. And uh, it averaged out to a 2.25. So Electra actually wins um, the plot. So we're okay. 1-0 Electra. Dialogue, hard to kill wins. Uh, that was easy. Yeah. Uh, acting, hard to kill wins. That was also easy. And yeah. hard to kill is also more offensive. Okay. Uh, agreed so far, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, so this will get interesting now because. There were 17 uh, signifiers, so to speak, uh, on the trope scale for Hard to Kill. However, Electra had 20. Okay. Uh, so Electra wins that one. It's 3-2 to two Hard to Kill um, mm-hmm. through the first six. And Electra had worst graphics. Okay. So we are now at a 3-3 three to three tie, and I don't know what to do. Ooh. Well, then maybe we should go back to the first test and actually... Go with the 1%. Go with the 1% because that's a tiebreaker. 1% determines yeah. the difference <laughs> between Hard to Kill and Electra. Yeah. Uh, Jay, do you think that's a fair way to go about it? Yeah. All right. Hard <laughs> to Kill is the worst of the season still. 
by 1%. Yep. I mean, it's, it's a tight margin, but it still deserves it. It I does. Think. I agree. It's, it's yeah. horrible. Electra might be slightly better. Although I really, yeah. really hated Electra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, next week, Rob, we actually got a lot of, um, we got a lot of people responding to the poll this week. Uh, okay. we, we put up uh Gotti with John Travolta. Okay. And, uh, the ice road with Liam Neeson. Yeah. Uh, and the ice road won by about five votes. Okay. Uh, so we're doing, I, which I've never even heard of, but that's because Liam Neeson has done, I don't know, 16 of these since. Yeah. Bacon. And this was so. like a, this was like a straight to red box flick too. It was, it's just, uh, it's by the numbers as we say. And yeah. it's, um, it's like he announced like years ago, like five or six years ago, he was going to retire from action movies. And then he kind of snuck back in and started doing action movies again. Oh, yeah, this is one yeah. Of them. yeah. He was like, I, I still want to be like a big deal. So I'm going to go back to making movies. I'm 76 and I still want to jump off fucking trains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jay, uh, have you seen the ice room? I have not. OK, I haven't either. So who knows? But, um, but yeah, I technically, get- if, if, it, if it's like his other 20 films that he's done of of the, you know, pretty much the same, you know, it, it, it'd be the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. So it's going to be shit. And I, I'm looking yeah. forward to uh, checking it out. <laughs> and I swear to God, I'm going to get Gotti through on one of these motherfucking polls. It's the yeah. new senseless. Yeah. Gotti is I your thought, senseless. I thought it was going to get through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's supposed to be one of the worst movies ever made, like literally. So we want to suss out whether or not that's true. Yeah. Um, but we'll do the fucking ice road. Fine. Whatever okay. you win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I want to thank you, Jay, uh, from at dusty underscore penguin underscore. 112 on Instagram. Thank you for joining us. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we look forward to having you on again in the future. Um, anything you want to plug uh, before you leave, or uh, should we just outro with our um, audio and, and so forth? No, really. Just thanks for having me along. It was of course. pretty damn fun. Yeah, cool. it was. Definitely. Rob, uh, where, where can they listen to us? Uh, just search the worst movie ever made on your podcast app. Um, we're on all the big ones. Um, if you're, if you have your own personal app, just go to anchor FM or Spotify, get the RSS feed and then put it into your pocket cast or your podcast addict or whatever you'd like to use. And you can email us at worst movie ever made at gmail.com with no, the, and Chris, you want to talk about the Instagram real quick? Yeah. Instagram mostly. Cause we're, we're at about 3,500 followers now. Uh, not that that's much to brag about, but it's cool. I guess whatever. Whatever. Get that dirt off your shoulder. Whatever. Um, yeah, uh, we uh, have a Twitter that I'm working on. I'm starting to figure out how to use that. So if you want to check us out there, uh, it's, it's also the worst movie ever made. We have a Reddit uh, community. Uh, no action there, though. So not what I would suggest. Um, and yeah, so go to Instagram. Basically, that's where, where you want to find us. Uh, Rob's also working on our TikTok. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. starting to take off a little bit. So thank you, Rob, for that. Um, he's, he's posting some really fun uh, clips and videos. Um, I don't understand TikTok, but Rob put in some work to understand the, the, the teenager's mind a little bit better. So thank you again Rob, for, <laughs> for doing that. When I close my eyes, all I see is broken glass and, and cigarette butts. <laughs> it's just all my life is now. Um, in, in reference to our most recent TikTok, um, I'm going to play us out with the, um, the music I did for the Electra post I made. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week with the Ice Road. And thanks, Jay. And it feels so wonderful to be here with you. 
on my first album. I'm so happy, oh, happy go lucky me. I just go my way, living every day. I don't worry, worry don't agree. Things that bother you, never I'll let it go for another second. Things that bother you, never bother me. I feel happy and fine, living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight, having a wonderful 